I was talking about rejecting women, but I can't remember why. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. So, so I am unable to be anything but truthful and honest. That's my curse and my gift. Okay. And so I have such a fucking migraine and it's, it's, it's maybe on the third or fourth stage after the blurred vision and the fucking nausea and the pain behind the eyes. Then it starts doing that eclipse thing where you could feel it kind of moving around the Mm -hmm, side of your head. mm -hmm. So that's what stage I'm in. So I'm not dying, but I feel like I'm dying. Yeah, that sucks. I've never had a migraine, but my brother gets them or used to. And I know they suck. Um, this is a good recommendation. Ice water. I'm drinking that, and I feel like that's helping. All right. And Excellent. also peppermint. Peppermint. And I want to advise our listeners uh, who get migraines. <sighs> Sniff really peppermint. Going for it. An yeah. eight ball of peppermint over there? Eight ball of peppermint. <laughs> and um, we've I'm been talking. out of a hooker's <clears throat> butthole. This is a more serious night. Oh, it's sorry. Dark daylight savings no has fucked. No, not tonight, sorry. Ryan. No, no, I do feel like shit too. Yeah, it's really completely congested I because you haven't had a hooker's butthole full of full of cocaine. Yeah, I mean, what were we talking about? Vitamin I C? think daylight Something savings healthy. time has fucked with us. Oh God, damn it, it just I got dark too fast. Savings time. I mean, seriously, I was I took a fucking nap and I woke up. It was six p.m. It was pitch black oh it'll be 4 30 soon we're going to bed oh dude daylight so, savings time sucks yeah i wish they'd get rid of it here's two things we need to get on the ballot pronto one okay eliminate daylight savings time they've been talking about it for years but they haven't done it yet two halloween needs to be moved to the last friday in october no matter what no matter what none of this fucking tuesday bullshit okay the last gonna, friday in every october i'm gonna push you on the halloween one October 31st, that's the date. You cannot change the date. That's historic. However, let's make a rule that the day after Halloween is always a national vacation. All right, that works. Fair? Fair that enough? That works. Okay, everybody, you heard it here. Day after Halloween, everybody's off. Nobody they goes didn't to work have anymore. school this year for the kids. That yeah. was the best. Yeah, because they took away one of the president's days or something. Yeah, fuck it. those guys. Wait, wait, this is, well, it's way better. Way yeah, better. yeah, yeah. They all had sleeves and shit. Yeah. When you're dealing with a serious candy hangover, mm. you don't want to be going to school. No, dude. Let the kids party. Sam's over here huffing peppermint, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the Burn and Rave podcast. Welcome to the Burn and Rave podcast. As, yeah. as you can tell, we're all fucked up. Well, but that's because we're older and we've been discussing our ailments. Yeah. Like, I have migraine issues and you feel like there's a claw on the back of your head. Yes. For my... You get zapped or something. Nerve damage in my neck, but we'll discuss that later. Right now, it's the congestion that's getting me. I'm, oh. I'm congested. Do you have the COVID? I don't what do you, think so. Okay. Have you checked? I have not. Wow. So I could very well be getting I don't whatever. think so. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with this stuff. Have you? Can you smell this peppermint in the oh, room? Yeah. 
Oh, good. Yeah. <sighs> Wait, what? <laughs> Just kidding. It's your hearing that you've lost. Mm. The hearing's not very good. No, the hearing's fine. It's just the constant ringing over the hearing that comes from the nerve damage in my neck that is the problem. Yeah. If I can fix the damage in my neck, fuck, I can fix the other problems. Can you get a massage? Uh, I don't know. Cause, like, can I? Here's what I've learned. Like, all this shit's connected. Like, my head is connected to my body. Oh, okay. by the neck bone? Yeah, and inside there are, it's almost like wiring, right? So sometimes like when my head hurts, I'll reach behind my body and just sort of stroke my lat a little. Almost like you had some sort of centralized nervous system. Yeah, yeah. So if you like pinch your little neck like down here or the lat and neck meet, then sometimes I feel relief in my head. I think people Dude, should know that. I feel like this is a setup right now. I feel like the next thing I know, you're going to send me someplace. I'm going to, I'm picturing it now. I'm in a red room with like Chinese dragon shit. And there's some mean little Chinese man poke, punching his thumb through my taint yeah. to get rid of my fucking congestion and my neck pain Bro. or whatever. Just like, and like that's violating like, me. That's like acupuncture. I yeah, know a I'm telling you, dude, people can touch your feet, and then you can fucking feel it in your brain, dude. Where will I feel it if they touch my wiener? Well, that always stays right in that Oh, so region. it's not part of this centralized nervous network. Okay. No. It's just sort of its own thing, doing its own thing. But seriously. But for an extra 20 bucks, will they touch my wiener? Yeah, but that guilt will cause more problems than... Mm, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I rejected a woman at a bar. I do that, like, daily, right? Oh, yeah. It's your, you know, it's your burden. It's, it's, my, it's my curse. You know, I have to... I feel like Wonder Woman sometimes. I need those wrist guards, right? I just go, ching, ching, ching. You know. Ooh. Remember her? Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder do Woman's I remember dope. her? I remember every fucking Saturday morning sitting in front of the TV watching her because I was in love with Linda Carter. Do you think it's a little sexist that her plane was invisible? <laughs> you know what? I never really thought about it till now. But yeah, you want to hang out at the end of the runway? So she comes flying right? over. So we can all watch her in the plane. Like, see, most like, have you seen Batman's fucking plane? That shit's like bulletproof. The, the plane has a bathroom, and if there's a door in that bathroom, if that bathroom door is clear, no shit. How does Wonder Woman take a shit in her own fucking plane? I, don't know. I was talking about rejecting women, but I can't remember why. Yeah, it probably doesn't happen. That's why. Yeah. You know, as often as I get the chance, I sneak the radio station back to classic rock every day at work. What is it on that you have no, to... No, no, uh, it, it varies. It's, it's Hip-hop? Siri, no. No, luckily we don't listen to any of that. Well, not luckily. I mean, it's not really my jam, but we have SXM okay. radio. So it bounces back and forth between Hair Nation. Oh, God. Ozzy's Boneyard. Ozzy's Boneyard? Ozzy's Boneyard. Uh, lithium. Which is 90s alternative and grunge. Every now and again, my boss puts on Alt Nation for some reason. And then the kid likes Turbo, which is like the death metal. Oh, God. Yeah. I go for the 1940s, 1950s. Mm-hmm. Those are two different stations, like by the Sinatra way. Sinatra and shit? Yeah. Some of that, swing jazz and stuff. And then like doo-wop and things like that. Okay. Then I get into my classic rock stations. Uh, that's pretty much... That's pretty much my spectrum. Oh, and then there's a classic country station. This Willie's Roadhouse. Willie's Roadhouse is a really good station. 
And then there's one called Little Steven's Underground Garage, and they play whatever the fuck they want. Wow. And that one's pretty cool because it's it's wild. You never know what you're gonna hear. This place and all the employees—they're all white, aren't yes. they? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm no like detective, but I just sort of sense by the radio stations, mm-hmm. all rock and roll mm-hmm. and country. So you're on. To be the fair, c- the countries are all mine. So I'm laying there in the car. And Led Zeppelin comes on. <clears throat> and I just never really picked up on the metaphor before, but, you know, in the, you need Kool-Aid song. No, I'm going to give me. you every inch of my love. Mm-hmm. Whole lot of, whole lot of love. Whole lot of, whole lot of love. Okay. I think Robert Plant's just dishing about his dong. So, so he He's said. He's singing about his big old dong. Give me these lyrics again. Give me I'm going to give you every inch of my love. Okay. And then later, the chorus is just whole lot of whole lot of love, ear, whole lot of whole lot of love, ear. That's the guitar. He doesn't say ear. This that's took me you, doing the guitar part, ear. So it took you like forty years no, to figure never, out that yeah, he's, he's I don't talking listen about his dick. for sexual metaphor usually. I kind of no, no. tune it out because I don't want to listen for it. So I just oh. I can deliberately ignore it. But sometimes when I want to hear it, I can hear it, dude. Well. Let me then... Whole lot of, whole lot of love. Let, you need Kool-Aid. He says you need Kool-Aid? No, I don't know what the fuck he says, but that's what it sounds I like. I think he says, like, you need cooling, like I'm going to cool you off. You need coolant. I don't. Yes. In your car? <gasps> Is that, it's, a, it's a fucking O'Reilly's commercial. You need coolant. Dude, we should be a fucking marketing ad agency. Dude. I think we're a little bit of an everything agency. Yeah. I think we're all around her. We can handle all your business needs. Someone should hire us as consultant. No, not even consultants. We do the doing too. We don't just consult. Well, you we do. do. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can do some of the doing too. But they anyway, can consult the point is we can do and hire you. It's don't hire like an accounting consultant and a marketing consultant. One consulting firm that can do we can all do it of all. it. Even if we haven't heard of it yet, we can consult in that in that field because we're that good. You need coolant. Whole lot of love. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of whole lot of low. Okay. Ew. Whole lot of whole lot of low. Ew. You cool it low. While you're under a car listening to classic rock, I'm at a gym listening to 90s fem rock. Same stuff. That's what I call. I don't know what like, you know. Like Little Affair and shit? Like, no, like uh, like fucking uh, Melissa Etheridge or like Alanis Morissette mm. or... Natalie and as an English teacher, how can you still be an Michelle Morissette more fan? fan? Lisa, she has Loeb, no idea what, what irony, irony is. is. Oh, stop! It's close enough. Not only did not only that, but now she's ruined the art of irony because every time you say anything ironic or mention anything about irony, someone brings up Alanis Morissette, like I just did. It's like ten thousand spoons frustrating. when all you need is a knife. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm tuning in. I'm listening to Melissa Etheridge. Okay. The song comes on. It always strikes me as interesting. Let me just read you the lyrics, see where you go. First of all, it's called I Want to Come Over. Oh. Okay. Right there. A little sus, right? C-O-M-E I want to come over. Or C U M. That's what we got to discover. Of course. That's the mystery. Mm-hmm. No, well, we're, we're going to get to the Let me show you the. I, I checked the album cover. Look what it, it says Your Little Secret. The album's oh. your little secret. And then look, it's like a peephole. And then behind oh. the people, some pink kind of vaginal looking thing. Don't you think? Yeah. Now yeah. listen, I want to come over. Then she says, I know you're home. You left your light on. You know I'm here. The night is thin. I know you're alone. 
I watched the car leave. Your lover is gone. Let me in. Hold on. Open your back door. I just need to touch you once more. Jeez, we've got a serial butthole rapist here. Right? Right? Holy smoke rollies Dude. That's a woman, right? Open your back door. I just need to touch you. What? I'm thinking she's sodomizing men what? with some sort of a dildo. Dude. Type device. Dude. And she's waiting. Is she stalking them? I watched the car Serial leave. sodomite. We have a serial sedictive sodomite on our hands dude. here, Sam. This is a dangerous situation. I don't understand. What's all this selective canceling, dude? That's gross. That's gross. That Open is your illegal. Back door. It's dangerous. I'm coming in. Come on. Uh huh. Your little secret? Mm-hmm. We just discovered Peepholes. the secret. Mm-hmm. Melissa Etheridge is a serial butthole rapist. See, what I think is different about music back then and music now is back then it was like subtle and you had to figure it out, mm. right? Now they're now, just laying it all out now there. Now it's just wet-ass pussy. Yeah, I was about to say the exact same right? example. You can't I mean, it just, just rolls off the tongue. You can't just come right out with it. No, you gotta. You've got to be... Mm, yes. Yes. But but hold to on, be fair, on. also in that song, she says things like, you know, park this Big Mac truck right in this little garage. You see, that's kind of metaphoric. So she's singing about a big old dong and a little tiny vagina. Yeah. <sighs> you know, we were talking earlier about everybody likes to kind of tell their story and whatnot, and I'm always reluctant to do so. And I've realized it's. Because I'm Scandinavian, Sam. You Muslims are raised by terrible mothers. Scandinavians are raised with Juntelagen. And it's kind of beat into you. It's not like a talked about thing, but it's it's just a thing that's taught. You just don't talk about yourself. It's Juntelagen. Is this real? Yeah. Juntelagen? Juntelagen. Junte's law. It's just you don't talk about yourself. You don't brag about yourself. You don't talk about your achievements. You just it's just Scandinavians. This is built into your DNA. Yeah. Wow. So is that something you want to get over? Oh no, I'm good. Huh? <laughs> now what's this about terrible uh, Muslim or Arab mothers? I feel like uh, this was you. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you, what, what are you? Are you? Never. I was someplace else. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Are you discounting all of the mothers from the Middle East? And uh... I was I was recapping what was told to me by people in your community that the mothers are terrible. Well, that the mothers are. Yeah, I don't think that's an <laughs> accurate representation of what we discussed. I said, in fact, mothers are so revered. Yes. in that part of the you world, you can't even say oomph. You cannot say oof to your mother. Yeah. You're not See? even oof. And I was so way off. there's a tremendous reverence. And with some mothers, that reverence can feel abusive. Some. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yep. they're godlike. And so you cannot say oof. And then sometimes you kind of need to say oof. And then you're in big trouble. Oof. Did you see my right night post on the Instas? Oh, yes. Did you read the caption? Probably, maybe. So I said, don't judge us by our bad jokes. <clears throat> judge us by our good hearts. Nice. Yes, I did read that. And we are very nice people. And uh, so... And if, our jokes are probably pretty bad. 
oh, they're terrible. But I think, you know, that's Whitman's quote that I have memorized and fucking repeat as my mantra. Do I contradict myself? Very well, then. I contradict myself. I'm large. I contain multitudes. And I just think we're exploring our multitudes from the fucking dirtiest, dirtiest of jokes. Cocaine-filled hooker buttholes? Yes. Yes, we start there. That's the bottom. and then That's we, not the bottom. Well, Let's just... That's, these are... Okay, these jokes are okay. What's on the opposite side of that? Like, we're fucking angels. Dig the, the, the deep on the far end of our repertoire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other the, end. The, the, uh, the far side. reaches of our repertoire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it gets quite deep. Yeah, we're diverse. Mm-hmm. We have range. Mm-hmm. And so on that, on that more angelic, good-natured end, you know, we are doing right nights. Yep. Um, and we have haiku battles. Yes. And... I read a haiku at the poetry night, um, and it didn't do as well as I think, and I think maybe people didn't hear it well. Okay. Can I share it with you? I would love to hear it again. And I tr- I stayed to the strict 575, <clears throat> even though haiku can just be kind right, of right. pun. But I try, I try and stick close to that format just to, to give myself some structure. Yeah, I think but it's But otherwise, fun. I'm just writing one-line jokes. I think it's funner to fit in that puzzle for some weird reason. After you read the first word of that, I'm going to remember if it's the one I'm thinking of or not. Jeffrey. Nope. Jeffrey Dahmer and Hannibal Lecter must have... Ate a lot of ass. <laughs> That's funny because the one I remember was about eating ass. The first word was eating ass. Oh, oh, here's one. <coughs> eating ass. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> eating ass is gross unless you're a cannibal. Then it's just dessert. So you elaborated on your own joke. Yeah, well, I like see that. that. That's what happens with writing. See, you sh- you write one haiku, and it happens in this case to be about ass, and that triggers a lot of thinking about ass and who eats ass and what kind of ass jokes can be told. Right. So one ass joke leads to other ass jokes. So one ass haiku led to another ass haiku. So I like ass haiku. I see that. There also seems to be a lot of. Uh Campbell talk going on around here lately. Yeah. I do well, think... there are some people I could eat. I do think we haven't explored the human meat... Market. Possi- market. Thank yes. you. Yes. For we research each purposes. There's sandwiches. I genuinely believe... I've just seen some asses around the world. If you... It seems like unnecessary to have such a big, thick, ass bulge cheek, right? Plump. Plump, right. It, I feel like if you just slice that perfectly, it looks just like a Christmas ham. Uh, you know what I mean? Or just a big kind of lump of like, I don't know, bologna or meatloaf. It just looks delicious. We'll call it junk from the trunk? A, oh, big chicken breast, right? Uh, so we'll just mash it into say, a can. Do you think there's good protein in an in ass cheek? Well, I think it's all fat. Oh. Mostly. Well, no, there's a lot of muscle there because like you Ooh. see some of those gym dudes that look like gorillas. Right, they got that huge ass. Can I ask you a kind of a dumb question? I don't really understand meat. So there's like, if I want a good piece of meat, do I want fat and muscle? And that I makes think, meat. I think that's the fancy thing. I've never been a real fancy meat guy. Like, I, steaks are okay. They're not my favorite, but I'll have them from time to time. If they're cooked right, they're great. But I'm not like. 
I feel like if the steak I'm has like too much stores. muscle, it will be tough. Well, the, I don't. I don't know if that. I, they say the the fat is what brings the flavor. Is mm. what they say. That's why you want the fat marbling. I think you would want it just to sustain your physique. F- no, your kind of fatty me. No, yeah, that kind of quarter inch fluffy layer that covers all of you on me yes that doesn't exist on me <laughs> well i'm looking at it right no, now no <laughs> no i can unzip this and no, show it's you like, like there's no fat on this body nope it's like a layer quarter inch layer of tissues oh, soft creamy tissues all around that. you in yeah. between your skin and your muscle it kind of makes you look rounded and, and soft and no, polished not rounded <laughs> soft and polished <laughs> i Sizzle. do think though if if they scraped off piece of my ass and fried it up you know it would be tougher your ass would be like a gummy worm like my a ass little... would jump out of that pan and kick that guy's ass and then mm-hmm. climb back onto my ass no actually oh, yeah, he'd be back he wanted to get right back to this ass you know that scene where paulie's slicing those little pieces of garlic like really really thin paulie from goodfellas he's oh, cutting the garlic with that razor blade like super thin slices making the sauce i feel like that's how they would take a slice off your ass just super thin yeah there's just not much there no there's not there but yeah. it's not much there like we already discussed i'm a flat asser yeah yeah it's not a good situation i think though that's more coveted you know you would be like the high-end sushi kind of ass piece <laughs> Because it's so rare. You can only get like one or two little oh, slices. You know what I mean? Like truffles like, and shit. Yes. They got special dogs that hunt down flat asses. Yes. See. We're hiding in closets and shit. And then there's going to be that low-grade ass out there. Oh, you know what just, I mean? Just, you can just get a lot. Junkyard, but donkey donk. Yes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ass out there. And I feel like it would. It could be a jerky. It could be fried. I mean, they're frying pork rinds. They could fry I've ass. been to a pork rind factory, literally, a factory where they make pork rinds. Okay, let's tell the people what, what Wow, happens. it was not a good place What's to be. What's a rind? What is a rind? Like, I know an orange has a rind, but how it's does a pig, pig have a rind? It's the pig's skin. Oh, man. It's the pig's skin, and it's like, it's they like cut the, it up into little chunks. It's like... Chunks. Oh, my God, dude. It was so gross. Like, literally, it's in San Bernardino. Oh. Yeah, so you're already in a bad situation. <laughs> I went there to pick up a load of... Pork rinds, you know what I mean? When I worked for Frito Lay, so you get to San Bernardino, and the other drivers give you directions. Say, once you get there, just follow your nose, oh. right? You can smell this place. It was fucking gross, and they had these big steel square buckets on the forklifts, you know, and they were just full of this kind of sloshy stew looking stuff, and it was just diced pig skin and like oh. this kind of blood slurry, and then they dump them into the fucking fat fryer thing or you know the, the thing that strains out the blood and stuff but then into the fat fryer and those little things just fucking fluff up like that you know they're little tiny when they start and oh, dude it's wow. so gross so they're they're just tiny little things and then little when it puffs up chunks up, of skin yeah, then it the fries thing. up and it gets all huge and that's what's in the bag but my feeling is if you're doing that for fucking pigs you might as well do that for all the humans out there that are like leaving well, their skin behind we've already we've tables. already been over the multiple uses for yeah. for human commodities and you know especially from you know i don't understand dead. why the skins frying the skins and making human rinds there needs to be a greater push for human, like, human recycling human yeah. crack yeah yeah we had that yeah we ha- we have so many ideas around this i just feel like people need to take us more seriously right one corpse is feeding animals in the serengeti oh, and yeah. or a family in need somewhere uh we got what cracklins Human cracklins now and going into bags being distributed as snack foods to children all around the world. Yeah. We got, uh, 
What else have we decided we could do with this shit? Oh, firewood? Right? We're making firewood out of some of them? Dude. Oh, what was it with Debbie Dad? Sand. I mean, like, I think it was actually. I think it's it's uh, Michelle's idea. I feel bad. We shouldn't even give it away. But make turning yourself into a, a a sand timer for like a game. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I would totally do that, dude. And then your family's still playing with you. <laughs> I want to. I just want to be have my ashes put in a in an urn. Yeah. Of my face, of my head. Mm-hmm. So they just feel guilt ridden enough to keep them for an eternity. Because let's face it, what the fuck do you do with ashes? Oh, well, that's why you throw them over a boat. Yeah. Most people but just But see, like, I think if I, put my, if I put them in an urn shaped like my head, like it's an identical replica of my head. Mm-hmm. So you've always got my head sitting on yeah. a shelf looking at you like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, just, get, feel, you would feel so guilty. You would mm, never get rid of them. No, I would. You would never, you would never have sex on your couch. You it, would never smoke a joint. Okay. You would never do anything. Because I just be like, okay, you're assuming that one would not immediately smash that head on the sidewalk. That's and, why it's in the head to, be, and to induce the guilt. No, no one's gonna smash the face of their dead father. First thing I would do is drop kick that head. The fuck out of modesto yeah well yes yeah but i mean not your family members not your next of kin where would you want your ashes spread hmm interesting that's an interesting question Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where would you like your ashes i would like them rolled into joints and smoked among my friends gross and then if Oh, no, I think I would be fucking great. I think people would be so fucking lit. I bet you there's so many hazards involved in that. No, not my body. Clean living, you know, it'd probably be healthy. You know, Lemmy from Motorhead? Yeah. He had himself, he was cremated, and then he had his ashes put in 20 bullets, 45 caliber bullet shells, and then had the bullet put in, you know, where the gunpowder normally Come be, on. and then gave them out to the coolest people he knows. And I don't know who all got them. I don't, in fact, the only person I know that got one was Ricky Rackman. I love the idea of fucking putting your, your ashes into gunpowder and fucking making bullets. I think there's a whole industry there to make cool to do explosives with your ashes. Oh. Dude, packing those bitches into fireworks. Launch it in the sky. Oh, boom. Dude. One last oh. hurrah. And it makes your fucking name and shit. Oh, Something dude. like that? Oh, yeah, dude, come on. That's genius right there. That's There you go. Genius. We're going we're gonna to cremate people, pack the ashes into fireworks, and give the family one last show. Yeah. And they, yeah. Nice. Oh, my God. And if the dad was a piece of shit, they'll just go, boom, boom, and land on the ground and not explode at all. It'll just, like, fizzle out. We're going to call it one last show. Mom was a bitch. The thing just explodes on the ground. One last <laughs> show. Yeah, I like it. That's it. That's fucking genius. This is legitimate genius. All the kids idea. To show up drunk and so say they, all the shit they hate about their parents. So the family can decide what they want the fire to design the fireworks, the fireworks display. Yeah, they can design the display. Yeah, we can fucking make faces. We can do fuck yous. We could do whatever, dude. Yeah, it'd be like a fucking PowerPoint out of fireworks in the sky. Now it's a lot of ash, so it depends. Um, well, I mean, just a little bit of ash in each firework. No one yeah. will notice. It'll just yeah. get incinerated, I'm sure. I don't think it's going to cause any this is genius, kind of EPA problems. or I would totally be concerns. down to have my ashes used in a fireworks display. I think I might also. Yeah. Or maybe just dangle my body from a boat into the ocean and let sharks eat it. 
right? Um, recycling. I do think... kind of like fishing. I think human recycling, I think for people who do, are a little bit more marine-oriented. apart. Yeah, there should be that, right? Just just throw us over. If you're... if you're Who's that Attenborough guy? Or like... David, sir, David Attenborough. Jacques Cousteau guy, I'm sure. Jacques Cousteau is very long dead. They'd be... He is? Did sharks eat him? Jacques Cousteau was like 80 when I was five years old watching him on TV. Oh, man. I'm so sad. Yeah, no, he's been dead for a very long, at least 30 years. Give me a moment. I've had time to get over it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring that up. You go ahead. Take your moment for Zach Cousteau. But you know, if you loved sharks. But Zach Cousteau was awesome. Don't you think if you were like a shark lover and you were dead, that if in your will you wanted to be thrown to the sharks, that theory, allowed that? In the theming of last show, here's what we do. We take mom or dad's corpse, or grandma or grandpa's corpse, or whoever. Everybody comes to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. We chuck them in yeah, the yeah, big yeah. tank, and you watch them get love devoured it. by the sharks. Love it. Well, That's the last show. Yeah. Like, oh, look, there they are swimming. Oh, recycling. I think there are going to be some families who really want to see that. Yes. You know, no, that's what I mean. And others but, can just come and like, see be, the operation and then they go mingle and look at the octopuses and drink their champagne while like mom and dad are being devoured. That's the family who hates grandma. Well, it's, it's, all, it's a show for everybody. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I don't want to exclude anybody. I want yeah. to keep our client that's base true because broad. Some, yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. you love them or not, let's th- send them out with a fucking bang. I see. So we'll have different policies, different categories. Yeah. Love price check, price levels check. yeah oh, price yeah. levels you know maybe a couple of sparklers with mom or dad packed mm-hmm. into them and it's gonna if you don't have that much money you know? need some permits I don't think we do I think there's money to be made they think there is well um Sam yo I don't know I feel like it's time to go it's time to go did you notice how I rhymed oh. You're a poet, and you didn't know it. Oh, I know it. No, you didn't know it, but maybe oh. you should try. Start writing some, some stuff. Yeah. You know, That'd be nice. I will be at the next poetry night at Lo-Fi Diner That's on right. Uh, when, is, when is the next Illiterists? December, December 13th? 13th. The Illiterists. Illiterists. Illiterists is the loud and rambunctious haiku battle, open mic, Beatnik. poetry, beatnik mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. show. Not... The Right Night mm-hmm. show, December 13th. I'm just, I, for some reason, I got to visualize this, and that means looking at the calendar. It is the second okay. Wednesday. Second Wednesday in December. Always. Just block oh, off, a month off. Block all your second Wednesdays for like the next 12 months. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No more second Wednesdays for anybody. Yeah. Well, We're good for us. They're yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You, we, you come downtown, you write, you share, you party, we do some haiku battles. And uh, we give out prizes and we change the world. We made a lot of new friends at yeah. these shows. It's a yeah. blast. Um, our sound engineer, as always, is Joe Zimmer. Er, er, er. Well, sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's me when um, we get it to him with an hour's notice. <laughs> he asked about the last show because he never got one. And I was like, bro, we got together at 8 o'clock Wednesday. I think Sam finishes about midnight Wednesday and put it on the air 4 a.m. or whatever Thursday morning. <laughs> That's was, how hard we work on this show. So like, if you had, if you could have got it done in four hours in the middle of the night, we could have sent it to you if you wanted. <sighs> we got to get more organized. But that's well...
Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. 